fake tough guys. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Casey Bubba, and it's you, and we are talking all things DFS, flying around Major League Baseball, all coming courtesy to you via the Line Star app. And if you haven't already, make sure you go over to the Line Star app, you download it, you upgrade to the premium product. It is the absolute best there is in terms of DFS tools. And uh, speaking of tools, Bubba and I are here for another day of talking baseball <laughs> and Bubba. It was a fun night. I was a day behind on the Keston hero home run, missed it by that much. And then yep. uh, of course, Whit Merrifield was pretty, pretty good yet again. Uh, I would say a pretty good night for us, but overall, man, oh man, it, it, outside of the Cleveland Indians, nobody's going six innings, man. <laughs> like the Cleveland no. Indian starters are going out there, dropping six, getting W's everybody else. It's like three and two thirds, four innings. It's kind of rough out there. Yeah, it was pretty fun when uh, Dave Roberts comes out and says, "Yeah, Bueller's going to go five innings or seventy-five pitches." He gets yanked in the third or the third of the early fourth with like fifty-two pitches. I was like, "Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks, good yeah. good friend there." So, good thing is, is we have a bunch of aces to talk about on Wednesday night to get back to the, to normal. Yeah, and look, uh, thank thank goodness is right. Also, there were uh, almost <clears throat> some fireworks yesterday in the <laughs> Houston Astros Dodgers contents, which we all know was coming. But, like, I got to be honest with you, Bubba. I'm, I'm going to be honest. And this is from a guy who was a professional fight choreographer for 20 years, okay? That's what I did while I was working in the fantasy industry, too. I, I taught people hand-to-hand combat, sword fighting, knife fighting, all these things. This is, I know it sounds crazy, but this is actually a real job. And um, the funny thing to me is there's, there's nothing that I dislike more than a fake tough guy. And whenever, I mean, Joe Kelly right now, everyone's like, oh, Joe Kelly's so cool, so cool. Bro, how cool can you be when you know that the other guy is not allowed to come hit you? Yeah, like, that doesn't make you a tough guy. I'm sorry, man, bro. That's not cool. I, I don't know. I mean, if you want to be a tough guy, throw at the guy at a time where you know the guy can come at you. But you can talk all the smack in your world and, and you know that the rules are going to back you up and you don't have to pay any repercussions and you're a relief pitcher who's never going to hit anyway because there's a DH and, 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 and. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this one? Are you in the, oh, Joe Kelly's the coolest guy on earth or what? Well, there's two sides of the story. He's been in fights before, so he's actually done it. I've seen it. It's interesting when he's at the Red Sox. I think it's hilarious what he was doing. It was very entertaining. I think it's, yeah, pretty Bush League when you know the guy can't get you. He reminds me of that short guy in the group of friends that, that talks all the trash and runs behind the big guy. That's yeah, see, I was I was right a short guy who talked all the trash and then hit you. I was that. <laughs> yeah. I was the see, other short guy. Difference. Who's way difference, more dangerous. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's the sneaky one. You don't expect them to, and then like spider monkey. <laughs> right. It's over. I'll put you down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I thought it. I thought it was funny just because uh, all the trash talking. The the no no fans. You could hear all the four letter words flying. It was good stuff there, but. It, it's going to tell you one thing. It's not over. And in 2021, when we're back to normal, hopefully, 
I think the Astros are going to be coming for that ass too. <laughs> oh, I like that. You know what? I always had this mindset too. And and like I don't I don't really like to fight. I like to pretend fight. I'm really good at it. Uh, I can yeah. real fight if you want me to. But I this was always my philosophy, Bubba. I'd never ever want to start a fight because I don't think violence is the way to solve anything. But I'll sure, sure as hell end one. Yes. That's if you that want to, if you want to throw the first one, okay. Well, then this thing started, and I'm going to help. Uh, escalate yeah, and, and, you know, it's and I, I felt bad for Correa because I was looking, I was like, yeah, he really wants to pound on it, but he knows he yep. can't. And it's a bad, look on his face. It's a bad spot, man. You know, and why mm-hmm. go after Correa when you could have gone after? I mean, he went after Bregman too. They went after him, but like, I don't know. Like Altuve to me seems like the guy to go after, but do they feel like oh he's too small? I don't want to go after him. I don't know. It's just. It's just weird. You know, nobody went after yeah. Springer, you noticed. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because Correa talked all that trash in the, in the, in the offseason and then Bregman's Bregman. So it was, uh, they had their targets. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I guess so. All right. We've got our targets too for the night in DFS. And again, if you are enjoying the program, I know many of you are, make sure you subscribe so you know every morning when the show drops so you can get your lineups in in 30 minutes or less or it's free. Oh, wait, the show's free anyway. So we're awesome. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get after it. We might actually have some pitchers today. Bubba, thank goodness, man. We've got we're back to most of the ones, which is terrific. We've also got a major league debut. So let's start here with Max Scherzer and Nate Pearson making his debut for the Toronto Blue Jays. Very exciting here. Love this. Can't get enough of it. Scherzer's 10.9. Uh the Braves are striking out a ton. And I've been saying it all year that I feel like the Nats are the team to beat in this division, you know, just because they had the hot finish and everything. I don't know, man. Like the Braves pitching just hasn't done it for me. And so far, yeah, you know, we'll see what the Strasburg injury and all that stuff. But I mean, Scherzer's been good and, and Corbin was terrific. So uh, look at this one. If you want to pay up for Scherzer, uh, I've got no problem with this. Once again, this is a 605 start. All these start times and things like that, everything's been wacky. But, you know, again, you just got to keep pushing on. Teoscar Hernandez also swinging a hot bat, by the way. But I think you're probably with me. You're going to fade the Blue Jays in this one with Scherzer on the mound, correct? Yeah, we're fading the Blue Jays. You're playing Scherzer, and I'm kind of not really too excited about the Nats bats either because Pearson's good, but he's wild. There's gonna be bullpens. If you want to go Nats, you can, but this is kind of a Scherzer or nothing for me. Yeah, uh, looking at this one too, uh, you know, uh, Eric Thames at two point five on the Fanduel side is intriguing. You know, mm-hmm. guy with a little bit of pop, a lefty bat. Um, you know, and and look, they've got some professionals in there too. Howie Kendrick at two point five on Fanduel, Cabrera two point seven. You know, like I don't think there's a huge upside necessarily, but I'm with you. You are going to get into the bullpen. And the bullpen's a little tax right now. It's spread a little thin with the Giles injury, so keep that in mind. I actually even like Victor Robles, and we talked about the bottom of the story yesterday. I'm going to talk about it again mm-hmm. too. I think there's something to be said there. Uh, let's move on to the next one here. Lucas Giolito looking to rebound. He's going to get Zach Plesac, uh of the. Uh, Cleveland Indians, uh, Giolito is at 9.1 over on the fan pool side. Do we have a DK price on him yet? I'm trying to look here. I don't know where we He's, are. It's, I haven't seen one. He's not on the main slate, so I haven't seen that. Too right, much so that's six, and again, this is, you know, what time we're recording this, you know, we're trying to get out there in enough time for everybody to digest it, but it's been a little chaotic because of all the scheduling, maneuvering, and cancellation mm-hmm. of the games, and oh, goodness, it's it's been a wacky wild ride. Um, I will say this, though. The Indians look good. Uh, if you want to isolate this one and get involved uh, with the White Sox, it's always a good idea. Tim Anderson was good last night on the FanDuel side. He's just 2.8, bub. I mean, that's that's a pretty darn good salary for him. Uh, Luis Robert also just 2.8, so there's definitely something to like there. How about on the Cleveland side, anything popping to you in this one? 
you could go with like the J Rams and the Lindors of the world. I'm, I'm going to kind of stay away from this because I want to see one more Giolito start. We know how good he can be. If you want to get different in a GPP, you can go to Cleveland. But if I want bats in this game, I want the White Sox because Plesac can be okay. But I'll I'll take that White Sox offense with Moncada, Lou Bob, and uh, Tim Anderson, like you mentioned. I actually like. I'm glad you mentioned that. Like kind of in passing, you kind of like just dropped that and then ran away from it. But Giolito tonight is a GPP play. Like yes. because that first start wasn't good, but he was dazzling last year. And the Indians have been so good right now out of the gate. I think a lot of people would be fading away from that. I think ownership will be low. I'll take it. Like I, I, I think I will. I really do. I think that when I'm looking at this late, I think I will take that risk, especially because you are talking about the Degroms. And the Scherzers and some mm-hmm. other guys like that back on the board. So for me, I think it actually makes sense because of the ownership level and because of the upside. I think that's what you're always looking for with the GPP arm is yep. strikeout total, upside, low ownership. And I think people put ownership first sometimes, and that's wrong. Yep. Would you agree with yes, that? Definitely. Like- 100%. I had that discussion with some uh, people in a chat yesterday. They're like, oh, what are you worried about the ownership? I said, if it's a good play, I'll differentiate elsewhere. I, don't, I want the pitchers with the highest upside and the strikeout yeah. upside. You can find bats. The variance of bats is so much different, but give me the pitcher. Yeah, and again, you're going to need some cheap bats tonight. We're going to give you those names. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, who was brilliant out of the gate so far. I mean, oh, geez. Uh, he's going to be taking on Sonny Gray. This is a heck of a pitching matchup here. 10K mm-hmm. for Sonny Gray, uh, 9.2 for Kyle Hendricks on the FanDuel side of things. Um, look, it's this is another 640 game, so you know, just keep an eye on all that, but you know, uh, Javier Baez looking just terrific yesterday. Uh, two bombs, 3.4. But you know what? It's it's tough. This is where I struggle with the Cubs. I mean, the Cubs have been surprisingly good. That pitching staff has been surprisingly good out of the gate. You see guys like Nico Horner getting playing time, hitting the ball hard, 2.4. Like there, There's some stuff there to like with the Cubs. I feel like the Reds are a little up and down right now. Cassianos was good. I think they miss Moustakas in this lineup. I'll be honest with you. I, I just do. Um, I think, I think whenever he's ready to come back, I think it's going to help a lot. Akiyama had a bad play in the field yesterday. Uh, but just generally speaking here, you know, you got Sonny Gray and Kyle Hendricks. I got to imagine you like the under in this game. And if you like the under, do you pick a side and flip a coin with the pitchers or do you stay away from it altogether? What's, what's your instinct tell you on this one, Bubba? I'm just kind of staying away. I think it's going to be a good pitching matchup. If anything, it's like a three to two game. And who does that really help? Nobody. Right. And it, Nobody. when it comes to fantasy. So I, I I really think it's a good matchup of pitching, but I'm going to stay away with such a, a big slate to head of a solid matchups we can target. And I can't feel great, you know, with Kimbrell being Kimbrell right now. I can't oh, feel man. great about Hendricks getting a W2. Like he might have to go nine again. <laughs> just, uh, there's, yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is this is a crazy year, man. This is, we're only like six games in. Yeah, yeah. We say, we're, yeah, we're 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 in game six right now, Joe. It, at a <laughs> oh goodness, I can't wait to see you as we get a little further down the trough of this. All right, so let let's get to the main slate and start with the seven o'clock games here. Now we're really gonna kick things off. Uh, Lynn Bloom was not what I wanted, obviously. Uh, Hauser is not what I wanted. So I mean, do I get fooled again? Do I go here with Woodruff? The answer is yes. I'm a glutton Absolutely. for punishment. I'm going to keep pounding on this. Again, I was a, a day behind with Keston Hira. Yes, he did go yard yesterday. Two days ago, he was my call. Just missed him. So mad about that. Uh, but I will say this. I, I still like Woodruff here. I think he's the most stretched out of these pitchers, have less risk. I mean, Lindblom's back was bothering him yesterday, so I'm just going to chalk up yesterday. Start to the back spasm in the issue there and him not being 100%, which is unfortunate because it was a good value. It's worth the risk. Sometimes mm-hmm. things don't work out. Sometimes they do. But with Woodruff, I think there's far less risk. And on a night like tonight, where you're trying to be different, but responsibly different, 
I think Woodruff is a really good matchup here against uh, Joe Musgrove and the Pirates. Musgrove's just far too inconsistent. Every now and then he'll have a decent start, but you know, I, again, I wish this game was in Milwaukee. I'd be super excited for it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, man, here is still 3.2. Uh, you've got uh, Smoke in there at 2.7, Ryan Braun 2.8. At Christian Yelich at four three, and I'll tell you what—I don't even mind going up to Yelich today. Um, if you want to go down a pitcher, that's one way to start looking at some of the bats that might not be as highly owned. Uh, Yelich in a good matchup against Musgrove today. Anything else here about this one uh, on the DK side? Are you feeling Woodruff too? Because uh, the eight point one certainly puts him in play in my mind. Oh, definitely in play in that price point, mid mid price basically on DK. I think it's a really strong spot, Pittsburgh. Doesn't like the world on fire. They kind of got gifted into some walks and some runs yesterday. I, I, I like bouncing back to Woodruff from that strike-up upside, so I'm with you there. I think Yellick is an interesting uh, call there because he's really struggled out the gate, so you're going to go low-owned Yellick, who's in a really good spot there versus Musgrove. No yeah, hate not on that D- at all. Because he's still 5'9 on DK. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody DK else still costs a fortune. Yeah. Yeah, FanDuel fan only. But if for some reason you aren't using Woodruff and you just want to value like one-off, especially on FanDuel, he's cheap on DraftKings too, but on FanDuel – Ryan Reynolds is uh, $2,300, got on base, stole some bags, RBI doubled. He's he's one of those kind of do-it-all guys in the middle of that order. He's going to accumulate points for really, really cheap. All right, another big-time pitcher on the mound tonight. Charlie Morton, 10.8 against Mike Soroka. The Braves are leading the league in strikeouts right now, okay? And not in the good way, not in the pitching side. <laughs> I'm talking about the hitting side of things. And I'll tell you what, Charlie Morton at 10.8 on TK is actually more reasonable than some other pitchers. He's also only 9.4 on FanDuel. And I got to tell you, man, I feel really good. Like if people are going to go to the Scherzers, the Groms, the Coles tonight, Morton is a nice little saver at 9.4, just kind of bump down just a little bit. Uh, Also, if you don't feel comfortable with Woodruff and you want to pay a little bit more, Morton is, you know, for $700 more, you can have Morton. You just got to find that other discounted bat, which I think is very doable on FanDuel as always. Satsugo, I talked about yesterday, looked good yesterday. That's a big positive there. Um, You know, Renfro has been pretty good. You're in a spot here against Soroka where, look, he's not going to strike out the world. So you always got to keep that in mind. There's some, some possibility here, but it's hard not to like Charlie Morton in the start against the Braves tonight. Yeah, he's a GPP play only for me because his velo- his velocity was down quite a bit this last outing, and I don't know if it's a veteran just slowly ramping up so he doesn't get hurt like all these guys are. Or if something wrong. <laughs> that would be smart. So, so it's one of those things where I, I really want to like Charlie. It's kind of like the, we talked about with Giolito. I think he's a phenomenal play if he's right. We just don't know if he's one hundred percent right. So in a GPP, I can definitely go to him. He's going to be virtually unowned with all well, the other Well, there's your multi-entry, right, Bubba? Like, there's yes, your pivot definitely. in the multi-entry. You have, you have one Giolito team. You have one or, or three Giolito teams if you want to play big time. You want to play three Morton teams. And, you know, you're basically using the same lineup, just changing out the pitcher. I'm always a big mm-hmm. fan of that, you know. And then there's like one or definitely. two things here and there that you, you swap in and out at the utility or wherever you want to, you know, find the other bat. Um, I'm good with that. Uh, anything in the Braves that you want to target because of your con- uh, Charlie Morton velocity? I'm not concerned. I think it's more of what you mentioned than a concern right now. Yeah. Anything yeah, I'm there not the really, Braves? I'm not going to, unless you, like, again, if you're multi-entering, I think a Braves stack is good to have as like a one thing because if he is broken, he's going to be unowned drafting because these Braves are too expensive. You have values on FanDuel. So if you want to go there on FanDuel, you definitely can, but I'm just more kind of waiting and seeing with, Tam- with uh, Morton and then targeting other games tonight. All right. Uh, all of a sudden, the Mets are scoring a lot of runs, but don't take too much out of it because it's just the Red Sox pitching. Uh, Nady Avaldi takes the mound tonight against Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom is 11.2 over on FanDuel on DK 12. 
So you got to pay up for the big boy, but Michael Conforto looks good right now. McNeil looks good. He's swinging hot bat. J.D. Davis, just 2.2 on FanDuel. Yep, that crazy. seems kind of crazy. Like, I mean, it just, you know, <laughs> 2.2, sign me up. Where where do I get that? We're always talking about free squares. J.D. Davis is a free square tonight on FanDuel. And Ahmed Rosario, too, you know, at 2.6. Once again, yep. I, that's another name that I would throw out there. I think there's a lot of value here in this Mets lineup because right now it's hot. And right now, Nadia Valdi, I don't think, is the guy who's going to stop this lineup from being hot. I'm sorry. No, not at all. Like, he might get some strikeouts, but he also can give up home runs at the best of them. So I think a J.D. Davis, uh, Conforto kind of value stack is good. He's mentioned McNeil's cheap, too, if you want to add some on there. But I have no problem going back to the Mets tonight. As um, they're going to, I think they'll get overlooked on this slate, and you got some serious value on, value on FanDuel. A little bit of value on DraftKings, not a ton, but uh, J.D. Davis is cheap there, too. I like him there, but FanDuel for sure, good spot to target the Mets. You fading the Red Sox altogether, or are you looking for that one dinger from somebody after DeGrom is out, or maybe even from DeGrom? No, nah, I'll, I'll fade the Red Sox. Like, obviously, I see the uh, max entry appeal to it, but uh, I'll, I'll fade, fade the Red Sox tonight <laughs> and let them figure that one out somewhere else. That's, that was the name of my band in high school, Max Entry Appeal, who's awesome. We were, <laughs> we were an alternative 90s rock-style band. Um, you know, we played a couple gigs and, you know, then we, then we broke up as, you know, it was a whole big thing, but anyway, it was, that, it was more like a three entry. It's more like a three entry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's move on to the Dodgers and the Astros. Okay, here we go. So now we got some kids on the mound. Dustin May at yep. 6.1 Christian Javier at 5.5. Uh, no, thank you to everybody in this one pitching side. However, I think I want some offense. I feel like I feel like this one tonight we're gonna get we're gonna get our money's worth. I got a feeling. Uh, Michael Brantley three point one on Fanduel continues to be cheap. Carlos Correa at three K after last night. Guess what? Baseball's a game of emotion too. I'm gonna buy in on him. Look, you can always pay off for Bregman Springer. You don't need us to tell you that. But I, I think Brantley Correa Guriel. 3.0 for Correa, 2.9 for Gurriel, 3.1 for Brantley. That is a really solid middle of this order. And on the other side, I actually would pay up on this side for the bigger bats. I'd pay up for the lefties and Bellinger and Muncie against Javier. That's what I would do. Um, if you want to put Mookie Betts in there too, I think you can. You just got to, this is more of that, you know, you've got to have Woodruff in there on the FanDuel side. On DK, different story, obviously, <laughs> in terms of pricing. Uh, but the the shocking thing is there, Brantley's still incredibly cheap on DK. Unbelievable. Am, Unbelievable. I, am I, I mean, what? Am I missing something here? No, DraftKings drunk. Like, we, we can talk about some other games where some of the price, like Hunter Pence is over 5K on DraftKings. Just put it that way. Michael Brantley is 3.0. Guriel is 3.4 yeah. on DK. And I had to, like, do a double take, and I'm, like, scratching my, I'm, like, I know it's early yep. in the morning. Dude, I mean, DK, they're almost must plays tonight, I feel like. Yeah, if you're, if you're playing cash on DK, you lock Brantley in for sure. You can get Gurriel if you want, but no matter what, Brantley is your first DraftKings cash play. Like you well, Gurriel's a good now. contact guy. Like, that's the thing. Yep. I mean, you're going to give me a good contact guy in the middle of that order with men on base probably at some point in this game. You know, yep. no offense to Dustin May. I think he's a really good young pitcher, but I don't think Dustin May is going to get out of the fifth inning here. You know, yeah, he'll, so, go, he'll go four or five at the most. That's what that at works. The most, at the yeah. most. And that's if he doesn't get in trouble with this Astros lineup. And after last night, I think this Astros lineup is going to be trouble. I'm going to I'm going to go that route for sure. Um, anything else here to add in this one? Because I feel like this is going to have some fireworks to it. tonight. <laughs> I like him on DraftKings, but he's even cheaper on FanDuel. Of course, twenty nine hundred dollars on this game. Give me Jock Peterson. This is a Jock Jam special type night where he's going to feast on this guy. You know, Jock, he'll, he'll go over for like six days and he'll have like two homers in a game. This feels like a jock jams kind of night. 
All right. Uh, speaking of jock jams, Matthew Boyd's on the mound, and that means home runs. Ah, I love home <laughs> runs for Matthew Boyd. Uh, you know, <laughs> Whit Merrifield, again, 3.2 yep. on FanDuel. Solaire, 3.7. Mondesi, 2.7. I don't know about Solaire in the two-hole. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not loving this. <laughs> like, I've just got to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think he should. they should swap him and Salvi Perez even. I'd be okay with that. But, uh, uh, it's I don't know. I just... I'd even rather have Gordon in the two hole, just a professional yep, guy. Definitely good, good OBP guy. Yeah, I think I'd rather go that route. I don't love, but look, somebody's going to go yard against Matthew Boyd. It's just you know, he gives up a home run per start. <laughs> so you know, just gotta just gotta pick what guy that is, and maybe it is Merrifield tonight. Um, and continuing on with the Tigers, who are surprisingly have a winning record right now. Now, granted, they've also played the Royals, but still, I mean, winning records a winning record. Um, so can't worry too much about that. What's your take on this game? Are you interested in Boyd at all? Uh, no, I'm going to stay away from Boyd. <laughs> it's, I, I, there's, I, he's a good pitcher like at times, but there's other guys in that price range I'll definitely go to. And he should I, be in I'd the rather, sevens tonight, and yes, he's in 8.4 exactly. on FanDuel, and he's at 9 on DK. Like This is yeah, a guy that should be, be more like $1,000 discount on both sites. Exactly, 100%. Yeah. So this is a game where you could get bats uh, if you want to make your lineups difference, if you take some chalk with like the Yankees or the Dodgers, or some of those other guys, you go get like a CJ Cron versus a, a Danny Duffy for cheap, or you go get one of these power bats from the Royals and try to piece it together. That's one way to make your lineups different tonight. What about Michael Franco at 2.6 on FanDuel against yep. Boyd? Yeah. Good GPP play. We know he's, he's all or nothing. We saw it two nights ago. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just somebody's going to go yard. It's just, yep. it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's going to happen. You just likely to... more than one person. Yeah, likely more. Likely, yeah. probably pretty, pretty much. All right, let's yeah. move on here. We've got the uh, the Cardinals. Uh, actually, no, let, let's do the Yankees first. <laughs> so get this. Yep. The Yankees are playing baseball again. <laughs> so yes, against a team that wasn't originally on their schedule. Uh, well, Welcome you know, what makes sense. I mean, they're going to play them eventually, <laughs> and then it makes an open date another time. So, you know, this is just simple math, which I actually thought I didn't was know really... Labor Torres had that much pull with the commissioner to give the game, to be <laughs> playing Camden Yards for two games. <laughs> Works. So go ahead. I'll, I'll step back. You take us through this slate on both the uh, FanDuel and DK. What, what are your thoughts on the on the Yankees Orioles? Um, play Garrett Cole. Yes, that's, that's uh, pretty, easy. Pretty, pretty, pretty Captain Obvious stuff there. And then it's uh, it's going to be a little pricier than normal, but you know, even Giancarlo at thirty eight is very much in play. You mentioned Glaber all the time, thirty two. Because Asher Wojciechowski is going to get uh, taken deep a lot. But uh, Luke Voigt only 27. Nice, cheaper piece of that pie. Miguel Andahar at 25. Hicks at 25. You can get some cheap Yankees here. Basically what I'm saying, like we've said every time the Yankees are in play, play the Yankees. Um, they're <laughs> expensive on DraftKings. Like Aaron Hicks is 5K on DraftKings. He's 25 on FanDuel. So find your ways to get your values much more so on FanDuel than on DraftKings with the Yankees. But get the Yankees in your lineup as much as you possibly can. And play Garrett Cole. Like in cash. Play Garrett Cole, please. You see the line on this game tonight? I'm Yankees guessing it's minus, like minus 400. Minus 345. <laughs> uh, I was just guessing. I, was, I, might, I felt too low to me, so yeah. <laughs> minus 345. Hey, but then again, oh. let's respect the Orioles. They're they're t- they're in first place, three and one on the season. That's right. Yeah, respect them. O's. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. Um, wow. Minus 345. You don't see that for a ball game. Not very often. <laughs> All right. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals at Minnesota Twins. Boy, Minnesota's just rocking right now, man. This lineup mm-hmm. is just ferocious. Uh, Polanco went yard yesterday. They got Daniel Ponce de Leon, who is going to discover that he does not want to pinch against the Twins tonight. That's what he's going to discover. Rich Hill on the and mound. He's just, open, he's just opening, too. Uh, right. Open. Right. So, I mean, this is going to be a long night, which is good for Rich Hill. Now, again, I'm not sure how long Rich Hill's for this game. 
at 7.2 on DK as a secondary arm, it's hard not to get involved, I think. I mean, I think that's where his best value is tonight. As a secondary arm, maybe he gets you the W. Maybe he gets you enough strikeouts where it doesn't matter if he gets you the W because I think there's enough there. I don't think he's going to get a loss. I don't think he's going to get pwned necessarily either. So I don't think I can do him as a standalone pitcher tonight. I just, I'm, I'm a little skeptical. How about you? Are you in on Rich Hill with the way the twins are swinging the bats? On DK, I could see him as a secondary, not a one-off on Fanduel, like you not said. A I, I, not it, a one. He's, def- he's definitely a good one you can match with Cole because before he missed his last start, they said he had stretched out to six innings or so, but now he missed the start, so who knows what's going on. It's scary, but it is St. Louis. You could target those things. I'm with you there. The moral, the, the bigger story is how mispriced the Twins are on DraftKings for once. So that's uh, just load up on the Twins. Just load up. Yeah, yeah, the Twins right now. Mitch Garver, 4-7. Rosario, 4-1. Cruz, 4-4. Polanco's just 3-8. Uh, that's that's kind of crazy there uh, on the Donaldson FanDuel side. Four two, yeah. On the Don on the uh, Donaldson's three point one on FanDuel. Polanco three point two. You got to pay up for Cruz at four, but Rosario's just three two. Garver's just two seven. So, man, oh man. And of course, at the top of this order, Max Kepler at three. Uh, I'm with you, man. You're gonna get into this Cardinal bullpen real quick, and you know, if bullpen guys were good, they'd be starting pitchers. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, and it's very true very true and the, there, the there's, one a little, other there's a little knowledge for you there's a little philosophy yeah, drop, dropping bombs there and, and also uh, defensive backs would be receivers if they could catch the ball that's um, right that's right <laughs> one one more one more little nugget on the twins here if you do want to be different because they should be popular uh, outside of the yankees uh jake cave if he makes the lineup is super cheap on both platforms he's a good power option and then byron buxton came back yesterday he's 2500 on fanduel 3k on DraftKings, you could do the wraparound stack with the twins and make yourself some value there as well. All right, let's go to Chris Paddock, who's some value too at 9.7, going against Johnny Cueto at 6.9. Those are the FanDuel prices for those guys. Uh, on the DraftKings side of, of this game, you got Chris Paddock at just 8.4. So, I mean, gosh, you know, if you want to pay up for some big bats, you could do Paddock along with Rich Hill uh, as your DK pitchers and as a standalone pitcher. Paddock's going to be a little cheaper than the DeGroms and the Scherzers and the Coles. It's not a terrible play at all. Um, I like this Padres team. I like them coming into the year. Machado's still 3.2 over on FanDuel. You got to like that. Um, I I was actually surprised how many runs were scored yesterday. I mentioned yesterday I kind of wasn't feeling this game. You know, I don't love the ballpark for big time runs, but you know what? I got to keep remembering that the Giants pitching staff is going (laughs) to allow that to happen for yeah. No offense, Bob. <laughs> no, they're bad. I, I'm 100 with you. They're yeah. horrible. It's fine. Um, but yeah, Paddock. I, I think Paddock's a great option. If like in cash for DraftKings, I want Cole Paddock if I can. I think mm-hmm. I think that's a, a heck of a start. I think Paddock's well, a very good one. If you're going to do that, man, you're going to be dumpster diving on some hitter hitters at some point. Like, well, then you yeah. throw Brantley in there at 3K for cash. Like if you're doing cash, sure. you can make it work. You can definitely yeah. make it work. Well, you got some of those um, twins here, a little underpriced as well. The bottom of the twins order, you can go that route too. Yep, exactly. Salvi Perez is twenty six hundred on DraftKings. Like you can make some cash games work, um, but uh, on FanDuel with this Padres offense, I think it's very intriguing. A little pricier than you like with the, the Tatises of the world, but you know Myers is cheap and whatnot. I'm really not too excited about targeting Cueto. It's just a matter of how long is Cueto go because then you get that Giants bullpen, and then you can just boom goes the dynamite. So yeah, Padres can be go. sneaky, but that's about it. All right, last but uh, well, maybe least. I mean, not completely least, but Anthony Rendon went yard yesterday. Go yes, back. welcome to LA. Welcome back, Anthony Rendon. So he's going to be uh, taking on the Mariners, wrong with the rest of the Angels. Andrew Heaney on the mound, seven point one on the FanDuel side. Justin Dunn 
the Mariners um, look, you know, I, I would go down to the uh, the Rendon well again, but he's 4K. So it's a little bit more on the expensive side, not trout expensive, but expensive. Um, but I don't know. I, you know, I still have. I don't I don't know. I just can't put my finger out with his Angels team. I feel like it's a very one off thing. And I, I don't you know, going into every night and I should love it. Like I should see this against Seattle and I'd be like, yeah, let's go Rendon. Let's go trout. And and I guess if you're isolating the late slate, you can do that. That's fine if you want to try to do that. But you know, the problem is there, there is no late. It's just basically those yeah. two games. So, like, or is it three? Cause you got the Cardinals in there too, right? The eight o'clock start. Yeah, it depends on, it depends on how they want to screw this whole thing up. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a little wacky there. So what, what are your thoughts here on the angels? Cause I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm stumped here. And whenever mm-hmm. I, I'm stumped and I look at things, I just kind of pass on it, especially when there's a good board tonight, when you have a board, yep. like, that that game between the uh, Astros and the Dodgers and the game with the Yankees playing in Baltimore. And then we talked about the twins earlier, getting into bullpen early. So there's so much other things to like that. I don't even see the point in really going here, but maybe there's something you see. I don't No, you, you pretty much nailed it. Like I, I see the appeal of the angels. I want to play the angels, but I don't feel great about the angels. And you, when there's a slate like this, there's nothing wrong with crossing games off. Like if they, if they hit, that's fine, but that's variance in baseball. There's so many like find what works and go from there. Don't force it if you don't like it. Um, like David Fletcher's appealing. There's appealing plays here because Dunn's going to open. Then you get the Mariners bullpen, which isn't great. So I, I see the upside of taking on the Angels. They're just inconsistent. But now with maybe Rendon helping there that loads things up. So there's value with the Angels. Listella's cheap. Fletcher's cheap. And some other options there. I'm just not running to play the Angels like you're saying. I don't feel like ooh, ooey gooey great. Yeah, I would agree. All right, boys and girls, it's that time again. It's time to call our shot. Bubba and I are going to give you our uh, picks, and and I need a home run here. I think this is like yeah, the longest cold streak I've I've had. We we collectively we got to get off the Schneid. So, uh, you know, I was so close the last two days, and I feel like I'm right on it. So I'm going to go with Glaber Torres over uh, the New York Yankees against the Baltimore Orioles. I love everything about that. I love the price too. I think you're going to get a really good uh, price there. I just I just. Can't get enough Glaber Torres in my life. So that's my pick to go yard tonight. Bubba, who are you looking to leave the yard? Yeah, Glaber's a good one. That's an outstanding one. I, I, I need to just get on the board, but I'm going to go with my my gut on this one. I really think Jock Peterson goes deep tonight. That's right. You're Mr. Jock Jam tonight. So there you have it. Yeah, Jock Peterson. I really, really have a feeling. Glaber Torres and Jock Peterson, those are the names. And if you retweet this little uh, snippet over here on the Twitter machine, you can win some LineStar swag. Again, LineStar is the best DFS tool site out there tonight. They love J.D. Davis just like we do at 2.2 for the New York Mets, too. Tommy Edmond is a great value uh, there tonight, too. The metrics are so easy to read, so easy to go through. And again, when you're making lineups and, and creating, you know, dummy lineups, it's so easy to go use that LineStar app. So go get it today and upgrade to the premium product and subscribe to On Deck Podcast while you're at it because Bubba and I are going to be here five days a week, rocking and rolling, giving you all the best DFS coverage we possibly can. In the meantime, you can follow us on the Twitter machine at LineStar app, at LineStar MLB, at Joe Pisa, Pia 17 and at KC Bubba. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. There's nothing left to do now except step into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and KC Bubba.